Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode one, two, four. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, Shauna Wood? I'm excellent. How are you today? I'm very good. Very good. Thank you to you list thank you listeners out there. I hope you're having a great day and a great life. And so the topic of today's Podcast. Podcast is <laughs> Are you hunting antelope or mice? It's a very common question we hear. <laughs> uh, so what does that mean? So, we are just having Tim Ferriss week here on the Less Stressed Family Podcast, Um, and he actually was the one that we heard um, who mentioned this. He was talking about an illustration that Newt Gingrich used. So, for those of you who don't know, he is former Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, and it actually comes from a book um, that was written by James Carvel and Paul Begala, who were political strategists behind Bill Clinton's presidential campaign. And their book was Buck Up, Suck Up, and Come Back When You Foul Up, 12 Winning Secrets from the War Room. So they're kind of like, they were kind of uh, enemies, sort of. Newt Gingrich was during the time of Bill Clinton, so there's some history there. There you go. <laughs> um, so... Newt has actually gone on to work in the private sector after his political life. Um, And he uses this illustration to explain the need that we have to focus on the big things and not the little things in life. So the analogy of the field mice and the antelope um, is based on a lion's hunting ability. So a lion is actually fully capable of capturing, killing, and eating a field mouse. But it works out that the amount of energy that is required to do this is more calories than what the content of the mouse actually has. So if a lion spent all of its time, day in and day out, hunting and eating field mice, it would slowly starve to death because it's exerting more calories than it's taking in. So you look at that versus an antelope. An antelope is a really big animal. They take more speed and more strength for the lion to capture and kill. But once killed, it provides a feast, not just a little appetizer, for the lion and her pride. So a lion can actually live a long and happy life on a diet of antelope. So then the question comes back to us. Are we, are you exhausted because you're spending all of your time and all of your energy running around chasing taking care of these little things that do give you probably a little hit of some happy chemical because you feel like you're accomplishing something, but actually at the end of the day, you haven't gotten the big things done that you need to have done. So my question for you, did you ever see a lion eat um, a wildebeest or anything? Zebra. zebra. I saw (laughs) lions as a pack hunt down a zebra from the herd. It was amazing. <laughs> Who were you for? The lions or the zebra? <laughs> I felt really torn, actually. I wanted them both to win. Would, I knew you'd be that way. You can do it, little. I know. You I'm can like, do it, little zebra. <gasps> Eat them. 
<laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And that I is, feel kind of sick and twisted for watching the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of weird. I we that's one of our goals to take all of our all eight of us to Masai Masai Mara, Mara or uh, somewhere in, Ken, in, in Kenya. Kenya to one of the game parks. But you've yeah. been to several of those or whatever, multiple trips. So beyond watching the Animal Kingdom on TV, <laughs> this is a helpful thing to think through because here's how it looks for people. If you are exhausted and worn out at the end of the day, but you are not having your needs met, then it's time to reassess what you're doing. I think this is very difficult. I think this is a, a skill that has to be developed. It's a muscle that has to be worked to be developed, uh, to become strong in this. Right. Where you can analyze, where you can analyze, hey, this is going to take about this much energy. Because you know, you know, honey, <laughs> when I say, well, what are you going to do today? And you will list off <laughs> 20 things. You will list off 20 things and you'll go, and then I'm going to eat lunch. <laughs> and then you list off 20 Stop things. it. Stop. <laughs> but what my, <laughs> you know you do, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's hard. It's it's sometimes it's hard to measure out how long it's, something's going to take. It's sometimes hard to measure out in a mouse how many calories you're going to get because maybe you think you're chasing something that has more calories, and then all of a sudden you you get distracted by the mouse, and now you're pursuing the mouse. <laughs> right, right. So I do think there's a lot of analyzing. There's a lot of strategy, and I think that some of this just takes life experience. Right, for sure. And like you don't know the line doesn't know how full it's going to be. Right. If it's never had a mouse. Right, for sure. And yeah, there's definitely some life experience. But if if you're in that rut where you're continually chasing a mouse that's not going to provide your needs in whatever area of life, you're going to feel really stressed out because you're going to feel like, I've done all this work. I'm a failure. I have I've can't do this. I'm not a good uh, husband. I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good parent. And it's it's because you've been chasing the mice around as opposed to getting the bigger, bigger things that will feed you. Right. Would, would you say? Yeah. Okay. So I think as an exercise, it's possible to list, you know, if you have one of those days that you're absolutely exhausted and you haven't gotten the things that you need, um, looking at what were all the activities that happened and then almost like giving them a rating, like how much energy did I put into that? And how much energy did I get out of it? How much time did I invest in that? Or how long have I been investing in that? Or how much value did I invest in that? And what did it give me back? What did I get out of it? Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like you say, like you estimate how much energy. I can't tell you as we've been redoing part of the house. I've been like, okay, that's going to take me an hour to do. Well, at the end of the day, I was still doing that one-hour project. You know what I mean? Because right. something broke or something wasn't fitting right. I had to go back to the store. You know, those kind of things. So if you're feeling exhausted at the end of a day, part of it could be that you need to change your expectations. Because not that I have done it, but you <laughs> might be trying to fit too much into a day. Oh, boy. That could be part of it, right? And we all have times like what you were talking about with this remodel that things unexpectedly last longer than we expect um, that or that we're planning for them to last. So what I like about this Newt Gingrich story is that if you look at all of the things that are on your to-do list and you prioritize them this way, you're not just putting them in sequential order of this is what I need to do first, second, third, 
but you're actually looking at which of these has the greatest impact because if I do that first, there's a chance I don't even have to do number three, four, or five on my list. Right, that, that's true. And one, one helpful thing is what if I can only do three of these? Which three would it be? Because right. they kind of help help you, like you say, it kind of, those. if you put those three in order of the top three, it might help open up more things. Right. And like StoryBrand, who's the StoryBrand guy? Donald Miller. Yes. He has on his daily planner, he only allows three things. Mm-hmm. Because. Dan, yeah, Dan Sullivan does that too. Three things, yeah. So, you know, having a more realistic expectation there. Um I like, so the first time I heard of Tim Ferriss, who we seem to be highlighting this week, uh, was with the four-hour work week. And so basically, he just throws out this hypothetical question of what if I only had two hours a week to work on my business? What if I only had four hours a week to work on my business? What are the things that I would do? And a lot of that is based on the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule, that 20% of your activities are really having the greatest impact and the other 80% are bringing very little of the actual results. So I think that's another way that you can look at your daily activities and if you're just wiped out, maybe you're stuck in that 80%. Right. And like you said, maybe just time to reevaluate that the 20% you need to be focusing on, you're not focusing on because you're chasing all these mice around, uh, which are annoying. Let me tell you, mice can be annoying, <laughs> but that's why we have cats. <laughs> right. Get you some cats to eat the mice. <laughs> and really, though, I mean, that was kind of a joking with our whole animal thing going on today, animal theme. But there are cats. A lot of those are automated things. Yes, exactly. They like, take care of a lot of your stressors. I think about, this is what was amazing. So I went on vacation a few weeks ago. We did our staycation, right? And I set up an autoresponder on my email that said, you know, here's someone else you can contact right now. Or, you know, feel free to leave this, and this is the date that I will be back, and I'll get a hold of you. I hardly had any emails waiting for me in my Uh, inbox. Your boss and everyone else on the team stepped up too, right? They totally did. They totally did. But a lot of it too, I think, was the 80% of people. Some people have gotten trained to reach out to me instead of looking at the tools that they have, Mm -hmm. that they could solve it, but it's easier for them just to reach out to me instead. for sure. So that, um, a great tool, I love Covey's Quadrants. He, if you imagine a box divided into four boxes, and he's got the first column, urgent, the second column, not urgent, first row, important, second row, not important. And he says that everything, all of your activities can be sorted that way so that if you have things that are not urgent, not important, you really don't want to hang out in that space very much. Right, 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 right. But then you have things that are urgent, although they're not that important. And those are things that we want to avoid, but sometimes we just have to deal with. Um, then we have things that are urgent and important, and we have to manage those things. But the most important are getting to that place where we're doing those super important things that are not necessarily urgent. But that's where we need to focus as much time as possible because it takes a lot more go back to the lion it takes a lot more strategy probably 
to chase the bigger, to get the uh, bigger animals hunted. <laughs> like, I right. don't know what it takes to take down an elephant, but it probably takes a little more than a mouse. You know what I mean? Right. And in order to become more successful in those different areas of life, we got to give some time and some strategy to focusing on the important things, not just the urgent things uh, in our life. Right. Because, you know, just reacting to all of those urgent things can just wear you out. You can be absolutely exhausted. You know, it. the whole story, we're going to divert from the animal theme here for a second, but it reminds me, when I was a little girl, we would visit my dad's family in New Jersey, and one of my favorite memories was we would go to the beach, and we would go to the boardwalk. And on the boardwalk, they weren't, it wasn't technically gambling, because we weren't using money, but you could buy tokens, and then, here I was, lined up with my cousins on the slot machines. Training you early. <laughs> so, I remember one summer, in particular, we'd gotten a beach house, and so we were going to be going back every day, you know, so I had picked out a prize that I really wanted. There were these little butterfly gold earrings. I can still see them. And... I played the penny slot machine because my mom said that I could play that more often. There was a set amount of money that they were giving me, and she was like, you'll be able to play more if you play the they penny one. They you $100 because they never <laughs> kept you busy like the whole week. Um, and my cousin was sitting at the nickel one, so it was five cents. And so <laughs> we were sitting there playing the slot machines. <laughs> Anyway, and I remember, like, all of a sudden she hit it, and her payback was huge. And I had been sitting there longer than she had been sitting there. You got a workout, huh? I had gotten a workout with my little arm, you know, pulling down that that lever. Um, But what I was putting in was not as valuable, so what I got out was not as valuable. And that was a really important lesson, (laughs) even though it sounds kind of sketchy now. Um, to learn as a little kid that what are my activities? Am I putting in things that have value that are going to produce the result that I want? Or am I just wearing myself out? Right. And and that can go, especially as you're talking like, that makes me think of spiritual things. Like if you're not putting in to your, your spirit, your inner person getting strengthened, then you're going to have limited sustainability, I feel like. Over time. Right. So closing question. If you find yourself to have been stressed out because you're just worn out at the end of the day and you realize that you're not having those needs met, it's just to look at things and see which one of these things on my list, if I did it well, would render all the rest either easier or I could totally scratch them off my list. That would make you happy, doesn't it? Oh, scratching them off your list. I love marking things off a to-do list. So anyway, I hope that this has been helpful. I really love this illustration of the antelope and the mice. I feel like it's a really great lesson that you could tell to your kids. And you could really make that a great story. Um, but We will include the uh, zebra eating that you saw. <laughs> All right, guys, I hope that this has been helpful for you today. We super appreciate you taking time to listen and hang out with us. Most of all, we want you to remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. We do have a free tool available for you, and it only allows you to fill in three things that you're going to do each day. Um, If you put your name and email on our website at lsfpodcast.com, you can receive that. 
Remember, you are not alone. We would love for you to connect with us and the rest of the podcast community on our Facebook page. If you look for Less Stressed Family or on my Instagram account, which is Shauna Cherie Wood. Blessings. Thank you.